Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We're going to be talking about preparing for a fabulous 4th of July. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. And if you're listening tonight and you would like to interact with our Facebook page, we'll just go to At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook. We are happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say, I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. Lots more coming up right here on At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Every community has individuals who have gone above and beyond to make our communities a better place to live. Do you know someone that's gone above and beyond to make a difference in your community? We would love for you to nominate your special someone you know that has gone above and beyond to make a difference. Once a month, KNEL will be recognizing an individual who is going above and beyond to make a difference in our communities. Email your nominations to knel at airmail.net. That's knel at airmail.net. Please include their name, job, role, and why you think they're great. These unsung heroes need to know we appreciate and recognize them for the bright shining stars they are. We have all been impacted by someone during these dark times. Maybe it's the friendly retail worker, hairstylist, educator, plumber, electrician, news, media, pastor, parent, volunteer, or friend. Yes, these are just to name a few of our essential people. For more information, visit knelradio.com, Making a Difference page, Above and Beyond Awards. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. 
While the 4th of July isn't a big holiday, as, say, Christmas or Thanksgiving, it is certainly a special day filled with endless summer activities. Given that it is one of the few summertime holidays, the 4th of July is traditionally associated with fireworks shows, block parties, beach outings, and spending time with loved ones. And for those who celebrate Independence Day usually includes yummy backyard cookouts and red, white, and blue desserts. But if you're struggling to figure out exactly what to do for holiday this year, there are a variety of different options to choose from. Whether you're looking for a relaxed evening at home with family and friends, or you're excited to spend the day celebrating virtually or going into the day with a plan is always a good idea. After all, people's calendars are probably booking up quicker than you think. Keep in mind that even if fireworks, hot dogs, and parades aren't quite your thing, the holiday is a nice excuse to slow down, relax, and make a solid effort to spend intentional time with your family and friends. Something as simple as a backyard picnic, sitting at the beach with a great book, or a nice hike can be a memorable as 4th of July blowout. If you're still struggling to schedule something for the July holidays, well, we've got some tips for you today. How about going camping? Even if it's just in your backyard, there's something about camping that always feels like it's an adventure. Whether you're in your backyard or your campsite, use the 4th of July holiday to get outside and make s'mores, share stories, and sing songs around the fire and wake up early for a sunrise hike. This could also be a great opportunity to visit some of the America's most prized possessions, like its national parks. Another great idea is maybe host a family soccer or badminton tournament. This is to keep everyone entertained and outside for most of the day. You can even add various prizes for winners and losers. Sometimes a big holiday like the 4th of July, a day when many people may go visiting family, is a great time to try out a new activity with your family. Experiment with trying kayaking or paddleboard. It'll be a fun challenge, and later you can reward yourself with a refreshing red, white, and blue ice cream. A national holiday can be a great time to finally plan that hike you've been wanting to try. Whether you're seasoned pro or you're looking for an easy, beginner-friendly trail for the whole family, a July day spent outside is always a good idea. This is also one of the best ways to appreciate America's vast, varied landscape. The 4th of July is typically a very hot holiday, but hey, that's part of the fun, so cool off by creating homemade popsicles. Between sprinklers and having fun with the water hose, you can create a water park in your own backyard. The kids will be entertained for hours and cooled off by playing fun water games, and let's face it, enjoying a cold beverage in a kiddie pool on a sweltering July day is fun no matter what your age is. If you've got little ones who doesn't quite know what the 4th of July is, well, use the holiday to take a chance to teach them more about American history. This is a great time to teach kids about history with books and historical figures. And for the actors in the house, think of this as Independence Day-themed talent show. Parents and kids alike can learn and perform famous speeches by great Americans, such as I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King or Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. If there's one food that represents the 4th of July, well, it's hot dogs. If you're feeling adventurous, have a hot dog eating competition. You might want to pack a picnic and take all those adorable red, white, and blue recipes you made and celebrate with a picnic in the park to make sure everyone stays cool and happy. Bring some games, books, and portable fan or mister to beat the heat.
For those who like a little more activity, get active on your day off and go for a bike ride before all the eating and partying begins. Map out a new trail you haven't tried before or plan some new stops along a familiar route to keep things interesting. And celebrating on the beach is always a great way to spend the 4th of July. If you're lucky enough to live within driving distance of the beach, pack up for a fun day in the sun. If you stay until the evening, expect to see fireworks. Just check with the local authorities first to make sure the beach is open. Looking for a low-key 4th of July? Well, use your day off to explore a new neighborhood park and take walks as a family. Pack a picnic as part of the experience to try out the new ice cream shop on the way home and make things extra special. Sometimes with holiday plans, less is more. Make delicious summer drinks, play a few patriotic tunes, kick back, relax, and soak up some sun. Sometimes the simplest plans are the best. If you have a pool nearby, one in the backyard, or just relaxing by the pool is always a treat. Sure, you might have been stuck with the same small group of people for the past couple of months, but you can make things feel more like a party by having each person contribute just like the old school potluck. Plan a holiday-themed do-it-yourself project with the kids to deck out your home in red, white, and blue. And there's nothing better than good old baseball for the 4th of July. Though going to a professional baseball game may look very different this year due to COVID-19 restrictions, there are some teams that are allowing socially distanced, masked fans to participate, and some that are totally open. Given the most baseball stadiums are outdoors, this could be particularly fun summer activity. Just be sure to check the Major League Baseball's COVID restrictions and rules for your local team before purchasing tickets and heading to the stadium. Wake up early and put on your patriotic best because if your town is hosting the 4th of July parade, you will want front row seats. And screen a movie outside. Movie theaters are slowly opening, so this is a great option to get out of the heat or in the evening you can set up your own film screen in the backyard. Planning a 4th of July getaway is always fun. Stop by one of America's greatest landmarks on July 4th from the Liberty Bell to the Grand Canyon. There are plenty of bucket lists worthy of spots to explore. Just be sure to double check what's open ahead of time and be prepared to wear a mask when you're in public. Belt out some old tunes, bust out the drums and the other makeshift instruments, then encourage your kids to sing along to American classics like the Star Spangled Banner and This Land is Your Land. Be sure to keep those red, white, and blue recipes handy for those fun treats and the cookout that you're going to be experiencing that day. And it just wouldn't be quite 4th of July, that celebration without fireworks. So if you have an opportunity, let the sky light up with the entire family by attending a local fireworks show. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. This Independence Day, DeBoard Real Estate invites you to join them in celebrating our nation's rich heritage. Happy Fourth of July from DeBoard Real Estate, located at 1402 South Bridge Street in Brady. Fourth of July is a time to celebrate with barbecue, apple pie, and fireworks. Brady Dental says there's no better time to have a dental checkup or cleaning. Enjoy all those Fourth of July goodies and remember your friends at Brady Dental at 702 West 17th. Happy Fourth of July from Brady Dental. Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues, career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life 
better to avoid making so many bad choices. At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the goal of having the very best home, family and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. 95.3 KME at home with Debbie Rule, where we are discussing preparing for a fabulous 4th of July. No better time than the week before to start making plans if you haven't already, because the holiday is upon us. It will be this Friday and Saturday and Sunday, Mondays. Most uh, banks and government uh, offices will be Uh, observing the holiday. That will be the 5th, and so a little bit of an extended weekend there for some people, but uh, July 4th is here. It's a week away, and joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy. Good to be with you tonight. Well, it's always good to be with you, especially on holidays like this. I love celebrating uh, July 4th and Veterans Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day, all of the days where we uh, just celebrate our freedom, our independence, and uh, those that have fought to give us that freedom. There is nothing more exciting to me than being patriotic. I just love it. It feels good. It feels good to honor those who have sacrificed and are continuing to sacrifice and to show respect for our flag, our country, and our armed forces, the men and women who put their lives on the line, those who have put their lives on the line in the past, and those who are doing so today, and those who will do so in the future. That's right. And so we thank, say thank you to all those that are out there. And... Uh, 
fighting for our freedom and also just serving uh, for our freedom in whatever capacity that is. Uh, If you are serving in the military, we certainly want to say thank you to our men and women uh, that are on the front lines defending our freedom. And that is why America was founded, for us to have freedom. That's right, to have uh, the ability to worship as we see fit. Yes. Uh, We talked about the Puritans today. And how they came. The Pilgrims were the first Puritans, but from 19 or from uh, 1630 to 1640, 20,000 Puritans came to the New England coast to start a new life where they could worship uh, in freedom. Yes. And we certainly do exercise those freedoms every day, not only the freedom to worship, but the freedom of speech, the freedom to bear arms, the freedoms that we have in this country that uh, sometimes we don't uh, really um, realize that that is a privilege and a freedom that we have here that we don't want to lose. And so being grateful and appreciative of the things that we have is always something uh, that we need to think about, not only on holidays, but every day of our life, to be thankful that we have freedom from God and freedom to live in the greatest country in the world, the United States of America. Well, that's right. And what concerns so many patriots these days and times is that we're not losing our freedoms, we're giving them away. We're voluntarily uh, releasing them and Uh, We don't appreciate what we have until it's gone, and when freedom's gone, we won't be able to get it back. So uh, it's a time for reflection. You know, the men and women that put their lives on the line in 1776 and fought, so many of the signers on the Declaration of Independence lost their lives in the war, lost their wealth, lost their families. Just reading about the men that signed that document You know, they represent wives and children. They had families, and some lost everything. So Mm -hmm. one man never saw his family again. Uh, Five sons were lost in the the, uh, Revolutionary War. Mm -hmm. One man lost his entire shipping company. He had a fleet of ships. He gave it all. When they say we pledge our all to this country, they meant it. Absolutely. And had they lost, they would have all been hung and... To, to defeat the greatest power in the world at the time was just unbelievable. To have the, the faith and the courage to do what they did, it is just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. And so today we take our, many, many people take our freedoms for granted. And whenever we lose them, we won't be able to get them back without another revolution. So rather than giving them away, let's stand up and demand that we be allowed to keep are unalienable rights given to us by God. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back, and we're going to talk about some things that maybe you don't know about the 4th of July. For example, how much do you know actually about America's Declaration of Independence? Well, we've got some answers for you coming up right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. Stay with us. Lots of great information about 4th of July and some fun activities and recipes that you can put to the test next week on July 4th. We'll be back. The Salvation Army would like to thank everyone who supports their organization. And on this 4th of July, the Salvation Army is wishing you all a very safe and blessed Independence Day. 
Well, welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about preparing for a fabulous, I mean a fabulous, 4th of July, 2021. This year, we deserve it. After last year, this year is going to be a magnificent year with fireworks booming all over the United States. And not only fireworks booming, but people will be watching. People will really get out and enjoy this holiday. 2020 was such a unique year, strange in so many ways, but we're beyond that and we're out. We're outside and we're shooting off those fireworks and we're having a blast. Yes, we are. And uh, as we said before we took the break, uh, just talking a little bit about 4th of July, and we've got some uh, great tips for you on some things, ideas that you might want to try for 4th of July as we had an opening comments and a few recipes that we'll share with you. I just didn't realize there were so many ways that you could eat hot dogs, Rudy. There's no end to the possibilities. There's no end, and I'm sure that some of you have got some great recipes that are not... In a cookbook anywhere, they're just great recipes that you can do with a hot dog. And, you know, hot dogs are famous for the 4th of July. Did you know that? Hot dogs, baseball, apple pie, all of those good things, and fireworks. We won't forget those. That's all great for the 4th of July. So uh, I know that you're going to share something really special with us um, this evening. And I had asked you to uh, share this because I know how important the... Uh, the American flag is to you, especially as a veteran of the United States Navy. And I know you've always taught our children and our grandchildren now uh, the importance of caring for a flag and how to care for the American flag, to have respect for the American flag, how to um, to care for it, how to use it properly, how to dispose of it properly. Uh, and I appreciate that so much in you. Uh, because I just don't know if there's very many people that actually know uh, that treating the American flag with respect is important. I know that they do as far as honoring it, uh, but there are just certain ways for you to be able to use the flag and fly the flag and dispose of the flag and just all of those different things that I'm not for sure everybody knows what to do. And so I'm going to let you, as the expert on the proper rules... You like that? The proper rules. The proper rules and etiquette for flying the American flag. Well, thank you, Debbie, for that. And I just want to say that uh, people make mistakes about flag etiquette without knowing it. Uh, But when you have seen your friend's casket draped in the American flag, and then you've helped fold it and present it to a grieving family, it makes a big difference in you from that point on and I know there are families out there that have had that experience that have the trifold flag in a display case in their home and it's for a loved one and so uh, when we see the flag and I love to see the flag displayed and I love to see on uh, Memorial Day when they put the flags on the graves and I, I love seeing it flying And I love that Rotary puts it out on all the special holidays. And if you have a flag, display it. And uh, displaying the American flag is a great way to show off your love for your country. But it is an act of patriotism. But we can unwittingly and without cause uh, disrespect the flag. So we need to be careful of that. According to the flag code, 
U.S. flag code established by Congress in 1942. You can fly the American flag on all days, but the flag code especially recommends displaying it on Independence Day, as well as Flag Day, Labor Day, and Veterans Day. Now, there is a special flag etiquette for Memorial Day. The American flag should be flown at half-mast from sunrise until noon, then raised to full-mast for the rest of the holiday. Now, when you're going to fly a flag at half-mast, you raise it all the way to the top, and then you slowly let it down to halfway between the top of the flagpole and the bottom of the flagpole. And the way you raise a flag, you snap it. You raise that flag like you're making a declaration the United States of America is here. If you're going to hang it on a wall, if you're hanging it vertically, the union, the blue with the stars, should go to your left as you're facing it. And that's the proper way to hang a flag on a wall. And we've been told that we should avoid letting the flag touch the ground. That comes from the military uh, experience of carrying the flag into battle. When the flag falls or when a ship's at war, when they lower the flag, that means they've surrendered. And so you always see in these war movies, somebody will run over and pick that flag up, and that lets the enemy know we haven't been beaten yet. So to respect the flag, don't drag it on the ground. If you are flying the flag, don't let it rest on something else. In other words, if your flagpole is at an angle over a car and its flag is too big and it rests on the car, that's, that's not the way to do that. Half-staff or half-mast is when we fly a flag in honor of someone who has died. And don't fly the flag when it rains. If it's inclement weather, don't put the flag out. That's flag code. Never fly the American flag below another flag. Don't ever dip the American flag to another flag. We are not subservient to anyone. We are a free country. We have earned that freedom. We have fought for that freedom. We protect that freedom. Do not dishonor the veterans of the past, the current veterans, or the veterans of the future by dishonoring our flag. We don't dip it to another flag. We don't let another flag fly over it. Only fly a flag in good condition. If you fly a flag at night, make sure it's illuminated. Now replace your flag. Since we've been in Brady, I've had about five flags. Uh, the wind and sun and rain play havoc with flags that fly 24 hours a day. Dispose of a flag in a respectful manner. Now I like to keep my old flags but if I were to dispose of them I would go to the VFW or the Boy Scouts and have them do their flag ceremony, the retiring of the flag ceremony, and that's an honorable way to dispose of the flag. Whenever you fold the flag, fold it from the bottom up twice and then trifold from the end of the stripes so that when you're finished, the union, the stars and the blue, will be showing. And then you can tuck it so that it will stay folded. Uh, as far as wearing fl flag items, I like wearing a flag on my military jacket on the shoulder. I like the police that wear their flag on their shoulder. Military wear the flag on their shoulder. I don't like seeing flags as shorts or t-shirts. You know, there's it's not against the law. It's against the flag code, uh, but it's sometimes in poor taste. So uh, have good taste when you're displaying the flag 
It honors our country. It honors our veterans. It honors what the United States of America stands for. Well, I I feel patriotic if I wear a flag on my T-shirt or something for July 4th. Or are you saying that that's not correct or just in distaste? In distaste. Okay. And if if you're wearing it in an honorable way, then that's honorable. If you're wearing it distastefully, you're doing it on purpose. Yes. Okay. Well, I know that we all have that red, white, and blue ready for this week and for July 4th and also uh, t-shirts with our American flag on it. But, you know, I just thought that uh, the information that you shared was just so uh, important. And also uh, a lot of people, like you said, just really don't know how to properly fly a flag, the American flag, how to dispose of it, and also how to, uh, you know, what is flag etiquette. And um, it's there's a lot to it. I mean, you just shared a lot there that a lot of people probably didn't know. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I know that that's very dear to your heart because you've certainly taught our children that uh, from a very early age. And like I said, teaching our grandchildren too the importance of caring for the American flag and the proper ways to fly it and dispose of it as well. And let me just say this. I There's in the news today a uh, American Olympic athlete that's protesting the Star-Spangled Banner, and there are people who protest the flag. Uh, We are the freest country in the world, and we're getting better. We haven't done everything right. We we are not perfect, but we are working as hard and as fast as we can to be the very best that we can and treat people right. And to disrespect our flag disrespects all of the hard work that people of all nations, races, colors, and creeds have come to this country to try and make the very best country in the world, and we are. Mm -hmm. We're not finished. We're still Mm -hmm. working on it. So to disrespect our flag shows a lot of ignorance. You Mm -hmm. don't know the sacrifices that have been made. You don't appreciate the sacrifices that have been made. And I'll tell you, people that disrespect the flag, the uh, Star-Spangled Banner, they probably haven't sacrificed anything to make this country better. And so it just aggravates me. It angers me. But all veterans stand together by saying that, you know what, we served and some fought Uh, so that they would have the freedom Mm -hmm. to be disrespectful. And it's just shameful to show disrespect to something that represents so much sacrifice. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And uh, we're going to take a short break. And in the second half, we're going to come back and we're going to share some things about the 4th of July that maybe you didn't know about. And also, again, I've been promising those awesome hot dog recipes. And we've got some of those to share with you as well. So stay with us. We'll be back for a great second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. Have you overcome hurts, bad habits, or hang-ups that have controlled your life? Celebrate Recovery needs you. Celebrate Recovery is a biblical and balanced program that helps us overcome our hurts, hang-ups, and habits. Celebrate Recovery is a program designed to help those struggling with hurts, habits, and hang-ups by showing them the loving power of Jesus Christ through a recovery process. 
At Home Success Coaching, we'll be providing Celebrate Recovery to McCullough County and the surrounding areas. Share your testimony and encouragement to help someone else be an overcomer. If you are interested in more information or you would like to volunteer, please contact the McCullough County Resource Center at 325-597-2646. That's 597-2646. It's time to celebrate and to share your freedom with others. Celebrate your recovery by volunteering and giving back to your community. Celebrate Recovery is in 30,000 churches worldwide and is coming to our community. This Independence Day, Heart of Texas Lube Center would like to invite you to join them in celebrating the spirit of America. Happy Fourth of July from Heart of Texas Lube, located at 2307 South Bridge in Brady. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we're talking about how to prepare for a fabulous 4th of July, 4th of July for 2021. Lots of families and friends gathering together to celebrate our freedom from COVID-19, mostly this year. Uh, Lots of people are celebrating that they can actually leave their homes, that we can go to swimming pools, that we can go to beaches, that we can go to Major League Baseball games, all of the fun things that we've always enjoyed on this holiday. We now are able to enjoy most places in 2021. And so what a wonderful year this year it is to celebrate on July 4th. Right, Mr. Rule? That is so true. What a wonderful holiday. And get out and show your patriotic side and cheer on the United States of America. Pop some fireworks, fly the flag, and enjoy your freedom. That's right. And, you know, I was going to share, uh, before we get into our wonderful hot dog recipes, uh, a few things that people may not know about Uh, Independence Day, the American uh, Declaration of Independence, uh, certain things that um, are just um, not things that we really think about when we think about the 4th of July. That's right. Well, we were taught it once upon a time in school, most of them, but that's been a long time ago, and so some people don't remember. Um, But so John Adams thought July 2nd would be Independence Day. And that's your birthday. That is. That's right. So that not, would be a wonderful time to celebrate. Not 1776. Well, no. Even though no, the written Declaration of Independence back, was not, dated know. and approved on July 4th, the National Archives notes that the Second Continental Congress voted for independence from Great Britain on July 2nd, 1776. In fact, the finalized copy of the document wasn't signed by Congress members until a month later on August 2nd, 1776. Furthermore, in a letter to his wife Abigail, John Adams predicted July 2nd would mark the day of America's independence, but July 4th ended up becoming the official day of celebration. Well, there you go. So, see, you were born on a special day. I was. You were. The day I, always, I was born was a special day. I always knew you were special. 
one of another thing, John Adams may have been the first to suggest fireworks. Good old John Adams. Good old John Adams. Some people think that the idea of marking major events with fireworks originated with the founding father, John Adams. In a letter to his wife and political advisor, Abigail, he suggested that illuminations be part of the future Independence Day celebrations, the first of which was held in 1777. However, Fireworks had already been popular for centuries. King Henry VII's wedding in 1486 included them, and Queen Elizabeth I, whose reign began in 1558, appointed a Fire Master of England to organize shows. Here's to keeping spectacular traditions alive. Well, those English do something right once in a while. That's right. The use of fireworks on July 4th dates back to 1777. The tradition of setting off fireworks on Independence Day began on the holiday's first anniversary in 1777. On July 5th, 1777, the Pennsylvania Evening Post reported that there was a grand exhibition of fireworks, which began and concluded with 13 rockets on the commons, and the city was beautifully illuminated the night of July 4th. That same night, the Sons of Liberty set off fireworks over Boston Common. And did you know this, that the Declaration of Independence started riots? In this book, Thomas Jefferson, authored by David Seville Muzi, Ph.D., he wrote that the news of the Declaration of Independence caused colonists to riot against King George III. On the night of July 4th, citizens of Philadelphia ripped King George III's coat of arms from the state house door and threw it into a bonfire. In the Bowling Green section of the Manhattan on July 9th, military personnel and colonists tore down a statue of King George III and melted it into musket balls. In Savannah, citizens even held a fake funeral for the king when the news finally finally reached them in August. News traveled fast back then. That's right. The One World Trade Center was designed to pay tribute to American history's independence. One World Trade Center in New York City is remarkable and meaningful to the United States of America for a variety of reasons. However, you might not know that its most outstanding feature was designed to pay tribute to the year that America received its independence from Great Britain. Tower One was exactly 1,776 feet tall to represent the year 1776. Hmm. And the Star-Spangled Banner became the national anthem 117 years after it was written. It's hard to get through an entire 4th of July party or parade without hearing the Star-Spangled Banner, at least once or twice. Despite being written during the War of 1812, Francis Scott Key's famous song didn't become the national anthem until 1931, 88 years after Key had already passed away. Another surprising fact, the song was originally referred to as Defense of Fort M. Henry. The country's oldest 4th of July parade is celebrated in the town of Bristol, Rhode Island each year. It's happening it's been happening since 1785. The town even has an official 4th of July website which posts updates about the celebration. As the site states, the official and historic celebration, Patriotic Exercises, was established in 1785 by Reverend Henry Wright of the First Congregational Church and veteran of the Revolutionary War. The celebration officially starts with Flag Day on June 14. And I think uh, this one sounds interesting. Only one U.S. president was born on the 4th of July. Do you know who it was? 
Yes, I do. Ah, okay. While there has been a whopping three presidents to pass away on the 4th of July, there has only been one president ever to be born on the American holiday. And who was that? Calvin Coolidge. Very good. Coolidge was born on July 4th, 1872 in Plymouth Notch, Vermont. So I have a funny story about Calvin Coolidge. Okay. So they were having a White House dinner, and one of the diplomatic women, because Cal was known as Silent Cal, because he never said much. She made a bet with one of her friends. She said, I bet I can get him to say three words tonight. And so they walk up to him, and she says, President Coolidge, I bet my friend here I could get you to say three words tonight. And he said, you lose you're always full of funny. That's aren't a true you, story. Mr. Rule. Uh, the three presidents that did die on July 4th. On July 4th, 1826, 50 years after the Declaration of Independence was finalized, former U.S. President Thomas Jefferson and John Adams reportedly died just hours apart. Exactly five years later, James Monroe reportedly became the third United States president to die on the 4th of July. And President Zachary Taylor died after a 4th of July party, and this is our son's namesake, Zachary Taylor, Zachary Taylor Rule. Though President Zachary Taylor didn't die on Independence Day like Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and James Monroe, he did die as a result of the 4th of July party. Hmm. Hmm. According to the University of Virginia Miller's Center, Taylor reportedly contracted foodborne cholera after eating spoiled cherries. On July 4th, 1850, and he died five days later. What a way to go. Yeah, what a way to go. And one more. And the Liberty Bell hasn't been run since 1846. U.S. history notes that every year on July 4th, the Liberty Bell is symbolically tapped 13 times by children who are descendants of Declaration signers, honoring the original 13 states. Unfortunately, the bell cannot be rung as it was deemed too fragile after a crack appeared on George Washington's birthday in 1846, which is the last time it was rung. And there you go. There's some things that happened on the 4th of July that maybe you didn't know about. Well, I didn't know some of that stuff. You knew some of them. I knew some and of you them. even knew some jokes or funny stories that went along with it. So, well, we got some uh, great hot dog recipes. You know, I was uh, researching this, and every time I started looking at hot dogs, which is one of the number one meals that people eat on the 4th of July, are hot dogs. And I was looking at all these different recipes for hot dogs, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I didn't know there were so many ways that you could make a hot dog. You can do anything to a hot dog, and it'll probably taste good. But <laughs> i tell you one thing that I found just recently. So, you know, we have our six-year-old and four-year-old grandsons, and when I ask them what they want for breakfast, the six-year-old says, bacon! So I'm always making bacon for him and eggs for the other one. And so I was going to have a hot dog, and there was a strip of bacon, bacon sitting there, and so I heated up the bun and the hot dog and put a strip of bacon on it and all my other condiments. Let me tell you something. I don't know how people haven't thought of that sooner. Add well, bacon well, to your is, hot dog. There is a recipe for that, you know, that says that it's a bacon dog. It's actually called a BLT dog. And what you do is you take four slices of bacon and four hot dogs 
a cup of mayonnaise, a half a cup of mayonnaise, four hot dog buns, shredded romaine lettuce, sliced tomatoes, and then some finely chopped chives if you like that. You're going to wrap each dog with the bacon in a large skillet over medium heat. Cook the hot dogs, turning them frequently until the bacon is crisp. And then guess what? You just put it in a hot dog bun and you pretend you're eating a BLT. Well, that sounds wonderful. That sounds delicious, doesn't it? You just testified that I think bacon on a dog it. is, well, this is just a little bit more elaborate for the holiday. How about that? Yeah. Usually when we're eating hot dogs, it's how quick can you get them in your mouth? <laughs> um, there are cheesy hot dogs in a blanket uh, that are good. Kids love these. Um, the can of refrigerated crescent dough, four slices of cheddar cheese and hot dogs. Of course, you just can make this to the amount that you want. Um, and a little bit of onion powder and kosher salt. You're going to bake Put them in the oven on 350 and bake them. You separate those crescent rolls, wrap them in there. And uh, so many of you have had those many, many times. We call those pigs in a blanket, and kids still love them. Um, chili cheese dog casserole. Mm, okay. I started thinking about that. That was just something that you put in the casserole. If you want to feed more than one person, you don't want to do one hot dog at a time. Um, a good way that you can do it is an 8-ounce can of refrigerated crescent dough, 8 hot dogs, a cup of shredded shredded cheddar, um, two 15-ounce cans of chili, two tablespoons of butter melted, and some finely chopped chives and some garlic powder, half a teaspoon of garlic powder. Preheat the oven to 375, roll out your crescent dough, and um, into eight squares, sprinkle uh, the cheddar cheese around, and then um, spread the chili, the chili, an even layer over the bottom, the baking dish. Place the hot dogs in a row side by side and then top them with chili and a small bow com bowl. Combine the melted butter and the onion powder and the chives and brush over the hot dogs. Place them in the oven for 30 minutes, covering with foil, and then voila, you have chili cheese dog casserole. Well, that sounds good. That does sound good. And um, let's see, what some other ones that I found? Oh, fried cheese hot dog. If you, some of you don't like to do the bread, uh, you can take cheese and, um, and wrap it around the hot dog and actually like on a skewer, each hot dog with a wooden skewer and then heat a large nonstick skillet over medium heat. Cut hot dogs for two minutes per side or until heated through and through the uh, through. And then on this, in the same skillet, add two slices of cheese, slightly overlapping them, cooking until completely melted for two minutes. Place a hot dog on one end of the cheese and use a spatula to kind of roll it up around the hot dog and then let it cook for 30 seconds more. And then you just repeat with more cheese slices and more hot dogs. And what it is, is it's kind of like a little crusty cheese that comes out around the hot dog. And you can have that instead of the bread, yeah. which is a good way to um, enjoy a hot dog if you're trying not to do all those carbs with bread. Some people are trying to get a little healthier and stay away from that. So that's one good way that you can have it. Um, grilled hot dogs with fixins. You can just put a bunch of fixins out there, relish and chopped pickles, onions, mustard, ketchup, all kinds of special sauces, horseradish. I love that um, Whataburger jalapeno ranch uh, dressing sauce that they have um, at the store. It's really great for uh, adding to anything to give it a little bit of flavor. 
But I found this one kind of interesting. This was a um, hot dog hash. Mm. And actually, this was um, you take a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil, eight hot dogs, thinly sliced, one onion chopped, one medium red bell pepper chopped, two garlic cloves, kosher salt, freshly ground pepper, one and a half Yukon gold potatoes, peel them and slice them into half inch pieces, sliced green onions for garnish and hot sauce for serving if you prefer uh, that. And in a large skillet over medium heat, you're going to take one tablespoon of the oil, add hot dogs and cook, stirring occasionally until crispy until five minutes, transfer to a plate, then add potatoes, onions and bell pepper, cover and cook until Oh, about five minutes over medium heat, remove the lid and add remaining three tablespoons of oil and season generously with salt and pepper. Cook stirring occasionally until potatoes are golden and knife tender about seven minutes more. Stir in the garlic and hot dogs and cook stirring until warmed through and through about three minutes more and garnish with scallions and serve with hot sauce. And it looked delicious. It was hot dog hash. Hot, hot sauce makes everything better. Hot sauce makes everything better. And... One more I'm going to share. Jalapeno popper pigs in a blanket. Mm. Now that really, really looks good. Jalapenos make everything better. Yes. You get one tube of refrigerated crescent dough, an eight-ounce cream cheese softened, one tablespoon of garlic powder, six slices of bacon, your favorite bacon, mm-hmm. cooked and crumbled, one and a half cups of cheddar, kosher salt, freshly ground black pepper, eight jalapenos, ends and seeds removed and halved, and 16 mini hot dogs. Preheat your oven to 375 and a line large baking sheet with parchment paper. Slice the crescent rolls longwise into thirds. In a medium bowl, use a spatula. Combine the cream cheese, the garlic powder, the bacon, and the cheddar. Season with salt and pepper and stir until the ingredients are evenly incorporated. Use a knife. Spread the cream cheese mixture over the crescent dough. Place the mini hot dogs into the jalapenos and place them on the thick end of the crescent triangle and roll them up. Brush with egg wash and bake until golden 15 to 20 minutes. Mm, And they looked delish. So many different ways that you don't can cook. Don't forget tortillas. <laughs> don't People for... love flour tortillas to well, make their hot Well, there was dogs actually mm. one. Well, you got to do that this you mac could and do. cheese dog. There was one that you could Top do your with hot dog with macaroni and cheese. <laughs> there was and bacon one. That, there was. That was exactly how they did it. And um, there was Ooh, a, a grilled, grilled Reuben, Reuben dog. dog. Mm. They had uh, with sour cream. And, I mean, with sauerkraut and. Um, just like you would make a Reuben sandwich, but they did it with a, a hot dog. So it was sauerkraut and um, sun-dried tomato halves, caraway seeds, kosher salt, ground pepper, a little bit of white wine. Um, you take your hot dogs and split them. you got the Thousand Island dressing, Swiss cheese. And so basically you're just going to heat that sauerkraut. Fix up the dog just like you would if you were making a Reuben sandwich, but you use the hot dog instead. And it is amazing. It looked amazing, and I'm pretty sure that it tastes amazing as well. And all those red, white, and blue fruits, all those red, white, and blue desserts that you plan on serving on uh, 4th of July. One that seemed really, really interesting to me is a fruit and yogurt swirl pop. Now, the kids love making popsicles, and this was something that was just a little more special. It was one pound of fresh or frozen fruit, two tablespoons of granulated sugar, and you only use this if you're using fresh fruit. It's two cups of vanilla yogurt, ice pop molds, uh, you know, that you make the 
popsicles in, and then um, 10 ice the 10 ice pop sticks. Some of them have the sticks already in the mold when you make them. So uh, using your food processor, puree the fruit and the sugar. If using fresh fruit until smooth, pour it into a resealable bag or squeezable bottle. Spoon the yogurt into a reusable bag. A resealable bag, I'm sorry. Spoon the yogurt into a resealable bag or squeeze the bottle. If using resealable bags, snip off the corner from each, alternating squeezing the yogurt and the puree into the mold so it makes kind of like a little swirl. And then put your sticks in or put your bottom of the little cup in if you have the whole popsicle maker. Put it in the freezer overnight and voila, you have fruit and yogurt swirl pops. And they looked delish, let me tell you. So I'm thinking about all these hot dogs. When our kids were little, I was babysitting one day, and I made beanie weenies for them. And you came home, and Zach ran to you and said, Mom, we had beanie weenies. And you said, What? And you were just shocked. You had never even heard of beanie weenies. You didn't believe there was such a thing. Well... That was just the differences in our upbringing. <laughs> and, that's and that's another show, another time. But I'll tell you what, after I went through my third pregnancy and I was so sick for five months, anybody that knew me when I was pregnant with any of my children didn't dare come near me because I couldn't even get out of bed. It was terrible. People would say, why would you keep having babies? Well, because labor and delivery was great and awesome, and I didn't ever have any troubles with that. And soon you forget, just like everybody says, the baby comes and the joy arrives and you forget everything else that happened before but uh, anyway being sick and you having to be a caregiver for two other children uh, while I couldn't make it around anywhere and we had lots of people bless us with meals almost every night and I remember it being a lot of chicken spaghetti yes. and in between the nights where we didn't have the chicken spaghetti or maybe even on a night where we did have chicken spaghetti because it was chicken spaghetti for the fourth night they I would hear them in there saying daddy make us beanie weenies we don't want chicken spaghetti anymore and to this day they won't eat chicken spaghetti <laughs> and I don't know about beanie weenies but uh, they had those quite a bit too that's so sorry right kids there. sorry kids that's the best your dad could do back then but I will say you have turned into a great and fabulous chef well that's because you'd like me to cook that's, that's, what right. you that's your well, way of letting me know who's cooking and you're so sweet to do it for me and I, I do appreciate sweet. it you are sweet I, do. I need a husband award you need a husband award yeah. well anybody out there that's giving out the I'll greatest husband award you get to make myself. it I'm an award-winning husband. <laughs> uh, I'm going to share this funny, and I don't know how funny it is. It may not be funny at all, but uh, in the first night that we were having Celebrate Recovery, we were uh, introducing ourselves. And, of course, any of you that know Rudy for any length of time, you know that everything is a laughing, joking matter, uh, even when we're trying to be serious. That's why we used to have most of our problems early on, because he couldn't get serious. But anyway, that's another show and another time. But he's sitting around the table, and everyone's introducing themselves. And I said, you know, you can say, hi, my name is, and I'm recovering. And you can say whatever you want to say. And maybe you're, you know, just fine and you don't have to say anything you don't even have to say hi just say hi you don't have to say your name whatever you want to do but we were introducing ourselves and and uh it comes around to my husband and he says hi my name is rudy and i am a recovering husband and all the husbands out there said amen and i said recovering husband 
And I just thought, well, you have the special privilege of being married shooting to me. Shooting darts with your eyes. <laughs> That's right. I was shooting darts across the room because, of course, it was our first night, and he was just making jokes as usual. But, you know, I love you, dear. I wouldn't take you any other way. I'm sure you wouldn't. And I'm looking forward to spending Fourth of July with you and many, many, many more as your birthday comes on the real Independence Day, July 2nd. That's right. That's right. You've always told me that. And I somewhat believed it because I had heard it before. But I guess tonight it's been in black and white, and so I've got to read it. That's, That's right. July that the... 2nd. Everybody think of me. Oh, not, not America. Well, and July, and July, and <laughs> Independence Day. That's right. Uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, the proper flag etiquette tonight. I really enjoyed hearing that, a little bit more information about how to properly take care of your flag and uh, care for a flag, how you fly a flag properly. Uh, and how you dispose of a flag information there. Uh, And if you missed it tonight, you can find our podcast on podbean.com on iTunes and many of your app uh, favorite podcast apps. You can find us. And also, if you just go to knelradio.com, that's knelradio.com, and look at the uh, podcast page, you'll find it Home with Debbie Rule, and you'll be able to replay this program and learn a little bit more about how to fly the flag. It's been our pleasure being with you tonight, and we want to wish everybody a happy 4th of July. Next week, we have a great 4th of July program for you. We're going to be playing some patriotic music and playing some other interesting information for you. So join us next week at six o'clock right here for at home with debbie rule thank you so much for joining us tonight and inviting us into your home we always love hearing from you and spending sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home family and relationships from our home to yours i'm debbie rule and happy second of july i'm rudy rule and we'll see you next week right here at six o'clock on knel 95.3 fm and knelradio.com have a blessed week Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Caniel 95.3 FM and canielradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.